0: Hey, what's up guys, Lecky here from Physioism Podcast. I would like to carry on from the theme of yesterday's topic, which was on the three pillars that helps me biohack my daily life. So the three pillars, just to rehash it, is food, water is the first pillar. The second one is air and exercise. And the third is biohacking health. That may be physio-related things or science-related things. Uh, could be uh, the latest in research different techniques and maybe monitoring my blood and other bits and pieces so the second pillar today is on air and exercise now I would like you to to point you towards uh, a blog post it's um, titled morning routine on my blog over at ProphysioPlus.com.au, And if you have a quick squiz, you'll see what a typical morning looks like. So, to give you some context, I've, um, my, Belinda, Belinda, my wife Belinda and I have two kids. And uh, The thing with these two kids is they're not in school yet. So it's uh, a full-time job for Belinda at home and I'm full-time at the clinic. So what works for me right now is getting up early, and trying to carve out, if I can, two hours of of lecky time. So, I wake up 4.30, the alarm goes off, I uh, open one eyelid, then the second eyelid, and I'm usually out of bed by, um, you know, within the next five, 10 minutes. I wander over and I wash my face and I scrape my tongue out with a spoon, and then I give my mouth a rinse, I go and empty the bladder, and there's a reason why I do that. And then after I do that, I go and measure my weight every day. So that's just a point of practice because that's a metric I like to keep an eye on. I don't um, weigh it too heavily in terms of, um, you know, get too emotional on what the numbers tell me, but I do like to see the trend of the numbers. So after I've weighed myself, Um, with very light clothing on. I then track it on uh, a tracking sheet and then I check on the kids to make sure they're okay. So this is about quarter to five at this time. And then I sit down in my little home office and start my day. What happens at this point is I always hyperhydrate. So I get a liter of water in straight away, even if I feel like I'm bursting, I just put in more than what I what my body requires, so, hence hyper-hydration. Now, I've followed, or borrowed, a lot of the ideas of Alex Scharfen's morning, S-H-A-R-F-E-N, and he has a lot of good free resources, and one of the things that I do after the hyper-hydration is I practice four, six, seven breathing, so, I go through four cycles of a four second inhalation, so I breathe in slowly through my nose and then I hold my breath for seven seconds and then I slowly exhale for eight seconds. That four, seven, eight breath is completed four times round and it's a good way to try and calm my brain, calm my breathing and just centre myself before I push on with my with my work that i want to achieve in the morning straight after my hyperhydration, I've done four cycles of four, 7 a breathing then i enter my daily journal now the structure of my journal i'll just lay it out quickly i'll dive deeper into it down the track in my journal at the very top i write um, and it's a, like an a5 sized so it's like a little booklet it's not an a4 book it's like a little diary uh, just a lined pad and at the very top I enter in the day, comma, the date written out, so it's all handwritten, it's not electronic, and then I write the date, say the 8th of Feb 2019, and then I write the location, so I write office, comma, home in Gisborne, so home, comma, Gisborne, and then I I pop in the time, so I have a time stamp of when I entered this diary, so maybe 4.50 a.m. The first entry or the first body of paragraph of the diary is a reflection on what I did yesterday and how I felt. The thing that just, it may be a good thing, a bad thing, it may be just something in my mind and when I pop that down on the, on the page, it kind of frees my mind I can just uh, unscramble my brain. It just makes me feel less incumbent, less weighed down. Then after I complete that first paragraph, the second little sentence, the first sentence is my intention, so I set an intention for the day. It may be, you know, my intention today is to be happy, or my intention today is to um, be the first to smile at somebody, or my intention today is to drive to work and drive home safely, or my intention today is to ring Belinda and say I love her at some point during the day. So whatever the intention is, it's just something that I plant in the back of my head to complete for that day. After that, I write down a sentence in, in what made me uncomfortable the day before. So it may be a situation I was in, maybe I was running late in treating a patient. I try and, I really like and pride myself on being on time with uh, my physio appointments. And uh, there may have been a situation, uh, maybe a patient was upset or maybe there's miscommunication with uh, within the family. And then I write, you know, I felt uncomfortable yesterday because blah, blah, blah. Then I write my top three fears, and it could be anything physical, emotional, future casting, it could be something that happened in the past. So, for example, I went, I mentioned I had a surgery recently, and I wrote in, um, I remember a couple of days ago, I wrote, I would be fearful that I, I might die. From the surgery, they they may stuff up the the anesthetist might have stuffed things up, and I I never wake up again. Or the surgery is a failure. Or maybe I have a car accident. Or uh, a fear is, you know, I I have an injury. Or maybe I've got an aching shoulder. Or my sleep isn't going so well. Or maybe I um, don't enjoy the rain when it's raining. I'm fearful that the puddles, you know, gets frozen overnight. I might slip on the black ice when I'm driving, no good. And when when I've written those top three fears, I then write down my top three things that I'm appreciative of, which is an opposite of those fears. So if my fear was surgery then, and not waking up from the surgery, then the opposite of that would be being thankful that we have a high standard of care in Western medicine and that in Australia, don't even hear about things like that happening, so the chance of that really happening is, is very small. So, sometimes the reason why I like this exercise is you state the fear and then you work on unpacking and seeing that it what it is for what it really is. So, I've been in the habit of naming my daily three fears, and it, and it changes depending on what emotional state I'm in, and then logically, I think about. The opposite and I'm appreciative of the opposite thing of that fear. Then at the bottom I usually pre-enter in a lot of quotes so if I come across a quote on my phone while I'm on social media, if there's something I heard, I I whip out the diary because it's always with me and then I scratch in what the quote was and then it's always pre-entered at the very bottom of the diary. So in terms of the body of the, the diary, if you take a step back and look at it, you got the date, the time, and the location at the very top. Then you have a bit of um, a reflection at the top, which is uh, the first entry of the body of the diary. Then you have an intention. Then you wrote what made you uncomfortable. You have your top three fears, the top three things that you're appreciative of because of those fears, and then the quote at the bottom. And I find this is really good practice because after I've written in today's diary entry, I then go back and look at what I entered in the eighth of on the eighth of February two thousand and eighteen. Then I go back and look at what I wrote on the same day two thousand and seventeen and then again in two thousand and sixteen so I first started this daily practice in two thousand and sixteen and I've now kept this up for three years consistently now i'm not saying I'm a superstar, and it's entered every day there's there's a couple of days that I miss here and there you get the idea this has been really helpful for me personally because you keep a track on how things are really going what's your growth like in inside of you internally externally emotionally logically philosophically the way that you like my hopes and dreams from 2016 have changed so much to 2019 and so where i am in 2019 to my entry in 2020 another three years from now to, uh, 22 rather you know i'll look back in what i wrote today and think about wow you know what's what's that been like that growth or that failure or whatever it is what's that been like in the next three years so my intention is to continue this practice for my own self-improvement but it will be a collection of volumes that i'd like to pass on and and pass down to whoever's interested in reading it uh it may be a book that i can put together and publish you know about uh the learnings of somebody over the course of their life Um, it could be passed down to the kids as like a quaint sort of thing about dad or grandpa or great grandpa and so in my morning routine, coming back to the, the topic of it, I know I've spent a lot on this diary, but it's a big part of my day. So I've completed the diary entry. It's about 10 to five at this time. And then I complete the tasks laid out in my physical diary. So by five o'clock, the work starts at five typically, it goes right through until about 6.30. And then around 6.30 to 7.00, so that half an hour gap there, I do some home-based gymnastics training. Uh, And that's a program run by coach Christopher Summers. I found his program through Tim Ferriss, and I've been applying his principles. So It's an online training, you just follow it on on the web, and then you just train at home with what you have. And I've been two years along with that, and going very well. By seven o'clock, so I've done my half an hour session, just at home. Uh, my young guy, Kitan, he's one, he would have woken up by then, so I would have settled him, give him a little bottle, and then parked him in front of ABC Kids while I'm training. And then, at seven o'clock, the boys make breakfast. It takes about half an hour, we have a warm breakfast, I'll talk about that down the track. And then, around seven, my daughter, Melina wakes up, she's gonna be four soon. And then, mum who has, my wife Belinda, has the role of looking after the kids if was unsettled overnight so I can get the rest. She sleeps in until breakfast is ready around 7.30. and uh, So completing the warm breakfast from 7 to 7.30, we eat together from 7.30 to 8. We have a chat that's like our informal family meeting. And then I'm away off to the clinic at 8 o'clock. So up at 4.30. By 8 o'clock, that's three and a half hours, I have completed a lot of work already, and and my actual working day hasn't even started. But I just wanted to map out what the morning routine looks like, and a lot of planning and consistency has enabled me to achieve that routine, plus the support of my wife, and, and we have that level of communication where we can support each other. So this morning routine is something that's involved, especially over the last two years. So I didn't wake up one day and think that I'd do this. You know, I started a little bit by Belinda and I, as I spoke about with our food and water pillars, we looked to change our health first, we had more energy, we had self-educated, I thought about where I could create more time for myself so I could improve myself, and um, over two years it's produced this result for us. So, I don't want to come across like I'm pumping myself up, if anything it's more about sharing what seems to be working, and if that's assisting, or if, it's, if it's something that you see some value in or something that you think you can help in your own improvement and upgrading your, your own day, then that will make me happy, so. Don't want to pump this up much, much more than it needs to be, we're heading towards 15 minutes, but. I just wanted to let you know, let you into my world and what my typical morning routine looks like. So we've just had another physioism. hope you have a great day. I'll chat to you tomorrow.